in the life of a conspiracy theorist. What do I have for you today, my people? I have, I have, I have, I have Apophis. That's what I've got. I got Apophis. And no, that's not something that just came out of my colon. Apophis is not something I sat there and puffed on last night. Apophis is the god of destruction and death. And uh, telling you something that's very, very alarming. Okay, back in 2012, 2016, 2019, we had what was known as the Neos. They came near Earth objects. They came in the area of, and possibly could, have hit the whole Earth itself. So we have these near-Earth objects. It's almost going to hit Earth. And I know, hey, my, my flatter friends, I understand. I understand that you, the firmament, I get it. I got gotcha. you. The Earth doesn't look the way we think it's supposed to. Got gotcha. you. You know, we've been on Mars. We haven't been on Mars. I got gotcha. you. I understand. I feel you. But just listen to me. The truth of the matter is we do not know what is really past the Van Allen Belt or what's past the Permanent, what's past the Expanse, whatever you want to call it. We don't really know all the stuff out there. They claim they know more that's going on in space than we do in our own oceans. I beg to differ, but hey, that's another bone for another uh, dogfight. So what I want to get into, though, is that there's Apophis, apparently, and I've been reading this book uh, actually, two books to be exact at the same time. It drives my wife crazy when I'm reading more than one book at once. She's like, "Why are you not just going to read the one book and finish it?" I can't understand how. Am I wrong? She's right here. She knows. She she could say, "Am I well, wrong?" Especially when he's reading fiction books. Like I can get a couple of different nonfictions at once, get the subject matter, but nonfiction about fictions, I, I couldn't do it. <laughs> so it drives her crazy. You know what else drives her crazy? If I actually am the one that will go to the last chapter of the book. Uh-oh, this is, book sac- this is book sacrilege. I will read the last chapter of a book before I read the first one. I think that's sad. And I I like to know their destination, the ride that I have purchased. I want to know if I'm going to enjoy it to the very end. So I like to see the end. It is the reason when I became a Christian, I read the book of Revelation. Because I was like, I want to know if, the, if literally the shit hits the fan. I want to know what does this book say? <laughs> It's going to happen, and let me tell you, it is some crazy, wacky stuff at the end. But here's something I found very, very interesting. Is as I was reading, there's a thing called Wormwood, and um, when you really read it, you recognize that anyone has seen the movie Deep Impact or astronaut or whatever, like Bruce Willis and the guys going up there and they're going to blow up the asteroid for us, you know. The thing that is... Was ju- that wasn't Judgment Day, but that was what Willis Maybe that was Judgment Day. It could have been Judgment I don't know. I can't remember all I this. I can't keep them all straight. She doesn't like those real, um, real life horror movie stuff. Like disa- natural disaster, disaster movies. So, I, I do, but... Like... I've been married to her for 20 years. So. Earthquakes, tsunamis, yeah. meteors. I just I just can't do it. Yeah, so it's not like that's something that I get to watch with her. So, And we are with each other literally 
24 hours, seven days a week. I know some of you people be like, how the hell can you be with your spouse that long? She's my best friend. We He's do my every, best friend. We do everything together. Yeah, we do get mad at each other. Like last we night. we don't, just, don't just, just hate each other's no. company. No, I mean, I got mad at her last night. I was upset. That's what marriage is all about. He got over it. I did. I, I, and when it, when it really boiled down to it, at the very end of it, being upset and holding on to it the next day, that's pointless. It's absolutely pointless. But let's get back to Apophis before we digress. So, I'm reading this book called The Message. The Messenger, excuse me. And I'm um, reading the other one called, I think... Um, and its name is Wormwood. Uh, both books are actually written by uh, Thomas Horn. I want to make sure I say that right. And uh, it's the Skywatch TV bundle pack thing that my wife got me. And I saw these two books and I was like, okay, I'm really interested in it because I've, I've done a lot of studies, a lot of research on uh, Wormwood. And the description that is given, and I've gone to the Greek and... You're literally, it's, it's, in the Greek, it literally says what they would normally call a, vo- a volcano that explodes and causes destruction. They're literally saying something like a volcano that lands in our ocean. And it causes the beginning of the stages of the, um, the apocalypse, if you will, the end of days, uh, the, whole, the whole enchilada kick caboodle shit gets real and you're stuck so one thing that I saw with this is I was like that's describing an asteroid and so that really got me into I love astrology I really get into looking at the stars not me god help we're actually on the road driving (laughs) somewhere in uh, South Carolina. And so he's trying to so, mention the road too. Yeah. But it's astronomy. Not really astronomy. Astro- astro- I can't even do the other word. So you can't do the word. See? See? But what happens when you got no sleep <laughs> and you've been driving for three hours? Some sleep. We've been driving a lot, on, though. We've been on the road right but, now for three hours. And we're like, where is a bathroom? There's like no rest area. <laughs> South Carolina, seriously, make some. In rest areas, so I if think someone there has are, to, but there's just not very many. Oh my gosh! If, so, if when you're driving for three hours and you can't find one, that's an issue. Because I'm about to just pull off and let it go on the side of the road and just pay the fine for indecent exposure, whatever it's going to be. Because let's get back to the topic. So with this, you're seeing, you're seeing that, uh, and I was I was reading the book and I was like, wait a second, you know, I would have heard something about this. I was all gun ho when we got to see an asteroid that went into the side of Jupiter. And so I'm like, surely there's got to be something. And Lord have mercy is there. There are conspiracy theories out there that believe that they're, we're going to be rounded up and put into FEMA camps and all this stuff. Um, the more I've been looking into it, I don't think. I don't think the FEMA camps, the Walmarts, are what you really think they are. I think that Elon Musk and a couple of other higher-up rich people plus the government, where y'all have been hearing these bangs and booms and is shaking your houses, I believe they're building underground cities. 
I know that sounds far-fetched. I know that sounds like, oh my gosh, you really are living the life of a conspiracy theorist if you believe that. I do. I do. I believe that, um, and I would put no weight into it if my uncle, who has been in the military, retired from the military, would, you know, was given a nice little spot in Spain. Um, if he didn't say, you know, have you ever timed how long it would take you to get here um, from where y'all are living? If, you know, just worst case scenario. I, you know, you're thinking, hi, that's just that's just him saying, you know, we're in a time of war and we have no idea what terrorists are going to do and stuff like that. So, you know, you took it with a grain of salt. But now I don't take it with a grain of salt because I'm looking and the possible areas that are and have been having these uh, sounds and booms and cracks and whistles and all this other crazy nonsense and shaking your house foundation, uh, they don't typically have earthquakes or having them. And one of them has happened. It's not very far from where he lives. And so I'm going, oh, wait a second. And he is up there, so... You know, the thing is, is that people that are die up, typically they will take their um, immediate family. And he has been in my life, and he he is like um, like a dad to me. So, as a matter of fact, he was a better dad to me than my actual real dad, which was his brother, which is shocking. But yeah, we'll get I can get that and digress on that later. So, we're now having this thing called Apophis, and so I looked it up, and this is actually the name that NASA has given this um, asteroid. Now, you're probably sitting there thinking, how long do we have, how long do we, um, is it going to be before we, uh, is it going to be like, you know, 20, 30 years, maybe 100 years? No, actually, they're saying that it's going to come in the year 2029 is actually supposed to pass between our moon and our earth. Let that sink in for a second. Now, I know a lot of people, that, and this is why I said I get you brothers, I get you sisters out there about the flat earth, that you believe that the moon and the sun is inside the firmament and they're the ones that do, do all the movement. Fine. I, I'm not going to argue that. But just think that you don't know what is good. Mike, what is up with the South Carolina roads? Jeez. Louise. Yeah. Pay your taxes, people. Get your roads fixed. Gosh, no. I know. So, you got right. So, when you have this event taking place. Bump. Yep, bump. Oh, that's better. That's a lot better. So, when you have this event taking place. Uh, they're saying that it's going to be in the year 2029. Well, I don't know if anyone looked at their uh, their calendars, but we are now in uh, the fourth month on the 17th day of the year 2021. So I you, think it's the 18th. No, you're right. It is the 17th. I was wrong. <laughs> so we are. I looking, was wrong. So we are looking at at this. Um, and that's, that's only nine years away. Now, before you run out to your grocery store and buy up all the milk and the bread 
and make your, your milk, sandwiches. milk sandwiches. Hold the horses before you run out, buy all the, 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 the toilet paper and the hand sanitizer and try and sell it for a buttload on eBay. Just hold up before you go to your grocery store and buy up every canned food that you see there. Just hold up, okay? This is not to uh, make you scared, terrified, or make you run out into your uh, your grocery stores and clean the shelves off. It's, it's not. This is to let you know that what they said is with this, um, this would actually, oh my gosh. They said there was an incident. Yeah. Yeah, I think they fell asleep. Looks like they're okay, but man, they tore oh. up that. Well, so with like they're okay. That's yeah. good. And so with this, they're saying that anything that's out there could bump it. Anything could bump it, and it could change its trajectory and slam into the moon, which would not be good for Earth because then you have big chunks of the moon that could possibly fall into the earth. And it is in control of the water. Yeah. So even a, a little bit of disruption of the moon would disrupt the water. And that's right. water. Yep. And so then you turn around and it could hit earth. Now here is the fat crap crazy thing that, that I came across when I was going and doing research. If it were to possibly hit Earth, it would hit in the Pacific Ocean. And before you all breathe a sigh of relief and you wipe the sweat from your brow, here's the thing that really got me. Not only would it hit in the Pacific Ocean, it would cause a chain reaction of tsunamis that would also cause mass destruction and possibly casualties. I would expect casualties. There is no way of stopping it. Before you think that Bruce Willis could strap a rocket on his butt and go up in outer space and drill into that asteroid to put that nuclear bomb that will deflect it from Earth. No, that is a Hollywood movie that crap ain't real, okay? But the thing that really got me is that I was like, wait a second. I've I've thought of this before, and or or you know, it was very familiar to me. So I looked in the Bible, and in the book of Revelation, I came across where it says a mountain falls into the ocean and causes wormwood, and it makes the water bitter and poisonous. Um, and then at that point. You're kicked off into the apocalypse. I mean, you're uh, right there in the tribulation period. Hook, line, and sinker. Now, for my other brothers and sisters out there that are Christians, before you sit there and start hollering and screaming that, that I am setting dates, D is not setting a date. D is just telling you what scientists are saying about Apophis. And then, lo and behold, what really got me is I finally now got into chapter... Uh, Two of um, of the of the one of the books that uh, Tom Horn has written, The Messenger, and lo and behold, he is don't get out of this lane. Don't get out of this lane. Yeah, I got 
Oh, we are? Yeah. Okay. And so, when you, you sit there and you see, uh, in his book, he comes up with the same conclusion that I did, that I've seen with NASA, and NASA's now coming out and saying, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. Now, my Anunnaki, my UFO, my, you know, guys out there that believe in this is it, yes. the, the aliens, here's the thing, um, you're looking at an event that could have ties to Nibiru. Now, for those of you that don't know what Nibiru is, I will probably do a podcast where I talk about that. Uh, but Nibiru, uh, give you a quick understanding, is the planet where the Anunnaki came down, the gods came down to Earth. They hit TMI, destroyed TMI, and when doing so, they took parts of TMI and they are able to put a firmament over it. And, okay, I want to do it right here. Um, TMI? Yeah, TMI. And then you know, you're looking at that and you're going, oh, will we be able to get in and out? Nope, there, it's closed. You can't go inside. Oh, okay. So let's try the the Burger King up here. So the other thing too is you have this, uh, lost my train of thought, I apologize. TMI. TMI and the Anunnaki had to fix what they broke and what they had and how they broke it and in doing so, um, they had to fix, had to fix it, and that's how we got the Earth that we have today. And so, luck. yep. And so with that, I'll let you go in first, and then I'll go in. Okay. Um, baby's asleep. Yeah. Yahoo, baby. Yahoo, baby. So you're having this, and the, the ancient gods. I'll take this one, but just in case you need to touch All right, the ancient gods sit here and make sure you take your mask. You don't know how. Okay. The ancient gods fixed the earth, and if you go by what was done, it, it does describe that they put a firmament to create a atmosphere to create life here on this planet. So you have this event taking place, and it again, the asteroid that came off of it is, looks to be possibly the same asteroid, piece of the same asteroid, um, even here uh, with Anubis and so when you have Apophis, Anubis you, anything that's named after these Greek excuse me, these uh, Egyptian gods are named after gods you're, you run into the problem of, of the fact that you're given homage or it's the whole thing about giving it it's an E10 well, you might have to wait till we get to the place then I know um, give it its intent and the power of its intent through the words you speak brings it into fruition and I was sitting there going okay if, we're, if we are speaking things into existence as the tech, ancient text tells us that we can what worries me is the fact that what would we speak into existence if we're calling this thing we're still there. Yep, Apophis and naming it after God um, of destruction of death and and to be honest with you if this asteroid 
does or is able to actually hit the earth in the manner that they say that it could it hits the Pacific Ocean are we looking at in literally nine years being in the apocalypse the, the beginning stages of the um, of the uh, the great tribulation and I know there's a lot of guys out there that are believers a lot of Christians out there believe that you're going to get zapped up out of here so you're not going to have to worry about it um, give me a second let's see and so with this uh, you're you're having this issue. I'm, I think we're just trying to go to the place. Okay. Um, see all the cars is parked in it. Mm-hmm. How? Which way do I go? You got your thing pulled um, back up. And so when you're sitting here, and I'm sorry, we're driving when I'm trying to do this podcast. Uh, sorry, yeah, my wife okay. doesn't mean to get my train of thought wrong or off the subject matter. So now I sound like I'm just rambling. So we got to stay focused <laughs> okay, I'll on do driving. That. And getting and getting to the destination. But the thing is, is that if you think you're going to get zapped out of here, being me, Scotty, I'm going to uh, bypass the tribulation. I do really urge you to read uh, the book of the, the good book, the Bible, the scriptures, the Word of God, whatever you want to call it, uh, and read the 24th chapter of the book of Matthew. Because when you take a look at the book of Matthew and you read that chapter 24, you are being, dis- Jesus himself is describing how the end of days are going to be. And when you see how the end of days are going to be in the order, well, what does he say about the tribulation? So you should open that up and read it for yourselves. Because for me, you know, I don't. I don't believe that we're going to get bumped out of here and uh, by a rapture, so to speak, and because I I do think I'm, we're going to go through a type of version of the rapture or a version of the tribulation. And just put in the thought for you too, you know, if we were going to be you know beamed up out of here, why did the first century church have to go through so much literal hell? Because, I mean, they were getting rounded up and fed to lions and animals and bears, oh my. So, if you're sitting here thinking that that we're going to have that happen, and just think about our the brothers and sisters of the first century church that had to go through that type of tribulation. But that's as far as I go because I'm kind of digressing. So, what I'm saying is, is that if NASA is now saying, yes, we looked at the trajectory and it looks to it's going to pass between uh, the moon and earth's orbit then you take into the thing of gravity or magnetic or atmosphere or, atmosphere or something bumps it I mean for me that's a little too close for comfort I mean I'm going to be honest with you I uh, when I was looking into it I was like uh, and then I was like well Okay, when did they know something like this was going to happen? Well, you would think um, it would have been, you know, back in the 80s when everybody was talking about Nibiru. No, you know, there was other things that were talked about Nibiru. Um, 
at that time. But this is something that's been uh, around since 2016, 2019. Knowing that it's going to be that close in the year 2029, the next time that it will be coming around again is in 2030, uh, 32, I think is what they said. And I was just going, and they say it's going to be even closer. And I'm like, well, and either way you look at it, you're looking at a 20, 30 year period, tops, max 30. This thing's going to make its return. What does that mean for all those little ants here on this planet we call, oh, the blue marble in the sky, Earth? And uh, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. Now, you might sit here and say, well, I'm a prepper and I'm going to have an underground bunker. Well, if you go by what the scripture says, it's it's literally going to be hell on Earth. You're not going to be able to ski. I mean, it... Let's say you were able to be a prepper and, a, uh, and and have everything stockpiled, immediately stockpiled, and you've got your underground bunker, and a tsunami comes in. Is your bunker waterproof? Is it going to have plenty of oxygen in it to make sure you can uh, let the, you know, are you going to, I mean, what I'm saying is, is that you, you're not going to have an endless supply being underground. My gosh, there's there's a rest area. You're so weird. You're so weird. Uh, sorry. So with this, I look at it and I go, okay, there's no way I'm gonna be able to to if it is gonna happen, it's gonna happen. There's nothing I'm gonna be able to do to stop it. There's nothing I'm gonna be able to do to really truly prep for it. I just need to make sure that right here, right now, the life that I'm living and the and the and the way that I'm enjoying life, that I live life to its fullest, and I try and help out anyone and everyone that I can within that time, because at the end of the day, as being a cancer survivor, you're not guaranteed tomorrow, so don't put off what you can do today for tomorrow, and so what I'm saying is, guys, don't run out and just think you need to go buy and stockpile, because if this thing hits the Pacific Ocean, it's going to set off a chain reactions with volcanoes. It's going to shoot stuff up into the, uh, the firmament. And then it's also going to take away sunlight. We're, you're going to be dealing with a lot of issues. And um, if, if you're even one of the people that survive, and I wouldn't even say if you were one of the lucky survivors, I'm not even going to say that because I don't know if you're really lucky if you live past that. I mean, I personally, for myself, I would hope so. I would like to. I'd like to think that I could actually, you know, handle myself. But it doesn't matter how much survival skills I have. It doesn't matter how much I can do and make fire and other things. At the end of the day, what's going to really matter for me is my soul. And as a conspiracy theorist, this is not something to say that you're, you're, you know, the people don't have souls. You have souls. I choose to follow the path that leads for me salvation, which has been a good thing for me and my testimony and my walk. And I enjoy having Jesus Christ as my master. So, as a believer, we're to fear not. Because you should be storing up your treasures here on the earth. And we should be helping people helping people, not judging people, not throwing and saying you're going to hell or their lifestyle. 
but going out and reaching the need to help the people that are in need so that when they see you, they go, I want what you have. What is different between the way I'm living and the way you're living? Because I'm terrified. They, you know, a lot of people sit there, and I was talking to a friend yesterday, terrified about, you know, um, nuclear war, terrified of, you know, an asteroids and all the other stuff. Is this my exit? Yes. Thank you for helping me. I was trying to lean over. And so, with that, we're at the end of this before I end our day and our life on this road. Uh, as always, guys, like I always say, pay attention to your surroundings because you never know what lies from the corner. God bless.